The dynamic ministry of Pastor Mark has blessed hundreds of lives across the globe. In this message, you'll be informed by the Word of God, reformed by the love of God, and transformed by the power of God as Pastor Mark takes us through a journey of the revealed Word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the Word. Shalom everybody, thank God it's Wednesday and I am so excited to come your way once again with your favorite podcast of the week, the Wednesday podcast and I hope this message meets you and yours in perfect condition. Shall we take a word of prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 17 to 18. He says, and ask the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, to give you the Spirit who will make you wise and reveal God to you, so that you would know Him. He says, I ask that your minds be open to see His light, so that you would know what is the hope to which He has called you, and how rich are the wonderful blessings He promises His people. On account of this we pray, in the name of the lord jesus that by the indwelling of the spirit the wisdom of god is activated and that god is revealed to us in an immeasurable manner in the name of jesus that we may know him and the hope to which he has called us and the love of god that surpasses all understanding in the mighty name of the lord jesus we come against contrary spirits that intend to steal and malign the accurate understanding of the word of the lord let the understanding of the word of the lord be established in our hearts that we being rooted and grounded will not be tossed about by any fruit and wind of doctrine we declare that we bear fruits of this word hereafter in jesus precious name and the saints of the lord will say a big amen hallelujah now last week by the grace of god we looked at a very interesting subject on leading the leader part one the subtitle of this message was expanding the mystery of the spirit-led leader amen and this also was a very revealing message if for any reason you haven't listened to the message on the spirit-led leader under the caption of leading the leader part one i want to use this opportunity to entreat you to listen to that message because believe me it will not leave you the same way it met you praise the lord forevermore brothers and sisters shall we open our bibles to the book of isaiah chapter 14 from verse 13 to 14. i will be reading from the new king james version isaiah chapter 14 from verse 13 to 14. He says, For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. Verse 14 says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds 
and I will be like the Most High. I'll take that again for free. Isaiah 14 from verse 13, reading from the New King James Version, the Bible says, For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest side of the north. He says, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds and I will be like the most high. Brothers and sisters, this brings us to leading the leader part two. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Now, this extract we just read, talking about Isaiah 14 from verse 13 to 14, is believed by many theologians, though on the table of debate, to be the manifesto of Lucifer. This is believed by many theologians to be the manifesto of Lucifer. The manifesto that was able to draw one third of the heavens, of the stars, of the heavens, from the government of God. Hallelujah. Who is Lucifer? Lucifer is that fallen cherub, the personality that is now identified all over the world as Satan, identified as the devil and many other names the Bible accords as his true identity. Ladies and gentlemen, he was a leader in his own right and in his manifesto, we discover certain truths that point to leadership and by extension, the success and the failure of many leadership regimes. Hallelujah. Because to be a successful leader, ladies and gentlemen, in any capacity, you must go through what I call the checkpoints of leadership. The checkpoints of leadership. What are checkpoints? Now, checkpoints are a common experience for many of you that have traveled long distances and journeys. You will discover that on these journeys along the line, you will be stopped, checked, and evaluated to see if you have what it takes to continue the journey. Personally, I have experienced this on several occasions on many of the trips I embarked on to the northern part of Ghana. On the journey, there were certain checkpoints we were all asked to descend from the vehicle for certain checks to be conducted. At certain checkpoints, it was requested that everyone brought out their ID cards in order to be sure that there were no intruders in the vehicle. At certain checkpoints, the boots of the vehicles were opened and then the items in there were checked to ensure that we were not carrying you know, illicit and illegal items on the journey. At certain points as well, the driver was vetted, his documents were vetted, his paperwork was vetted, and all of this to ensure that at every checkpoint, we had met the requirements necessary for us to continue the journey. 
I want you to understand that leadership is not a destination. Leadership is a journey. And on this journey, there will be several checkpoints. There will be several checkpoints. And at every checkpoint, the realm of the spirit is looking for something. At every stage in your rise and in your journey to leadership, the realm of the spirit will vet you. And at every given point in time, there is something unique that the realm of the spirit will be looking out for. Just as it happens on the road when you decide to embark on a journey. So you will discover that to get to some destinations, you will need to go through three checkpoints. For some, you will need to go through four, some five, some seven, some eight, some ten, depending on the length of the journey. Hallelujah. So like I said, similarly, there are checkpoints in leadership. And your success as a leader depends on whether you are able to sail through these checkpoints because like i said in the beginning the journey of leadership is more important than the destination of leadership you didn't hear that one the journey is more important than the destination and this was a timeless truth that god was teaching the israelites in the wilderness he was showing them and teaching them that the journey is more important than the destination the destination was the promised land the destination was the land flowing with milk and honey but god wanted to show them that the journey is more important than the destination hallelujah one of the reasons why success in certain parts of the world dies with the person that succeeded is because People cannot even trace how they got to their places of success. And so those successes cannot be reproduced. This is not the same with many world-renowned companies that you and I have come to love. How to produce an iPhone is there. How to produce a Toyota is there. How to produce certain world-renowned recipes, services, and products have been laid down to the end that anybody that has access to these roadmaps can reproduce the same results or even better results. So the journey is more important than the destination. That is why whatever you are going through, pay attention to the details. Because in those details will be the roadmap. And by that roadmap, you can teach your children and even the generations after you to become even more successful. Hallelujah. There are many pastors who don't even know how miracles happen. They feel miracles are accidental. And so reproducing the same miracle is a problem for many. Whereas others have come to a place where they know which strings in their spirit to pull in order to see certain results so you discover that the manifestations in their ministries are more consistent than in others for others they feel miracles are just accidental unexpected incidents but for others there is what they call the workings of miracles they have understood and discovered the roadmap to the destination praise the lord forevermore Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to what I call the five checkpoints of leadership. 
which means to become a leader you must go through these five checkpoints and at every point there is something that the realm of the spirit is checking there is something that god is checking and lucifer was not able to go through these five checkpoints successfully and this was the reason why he failed to achieve his objective my prayer is that the grace and the wisdom to go through these checkpoints shall permanently rest on your head in the name of the lord jesus that takes us back to isaiah chapter 14 from verse 13 to 14. now in this extract you will discover that lucifer made five statements five statements you would extensively discover that the bible said he said in his heart now this is a revelation for another day but i just want to just touch on it a little bit to let you know that the words in your heart are sometimes louder than the voice of your mouth god heard the realm of the spirit heard you see there is one thing about god you can deceive men but you cannot deceive god your mouth can be saying a but your heart is saying b and god listens to the heart more than he listens to the mouth praise the lord it is very very important that we understand this so there were five statements that lucifer made and these in my opinion by revelation are the five checkpoints that any aspiring leader would go through in order to become a successful leader in the eyes of god and not in the sight of men the first statement he made ladies and gentlemen was i will ascend into heaven interestingly all his statements began with i will 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 so the first statement was i will ascend into heaven the second statement was i will exalt my throne above the stars of god the third statement is i will also sit on the mount of congregation on the farthest side of the north the fourth is i will ascend above the heights of the clouds and then the fifth one is what i will be like the most high hallelujah i'll take them again for free he says what i will ascend into the heavens i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will also sit on the mount of congregation on the farthest side of the north i will ascend above the height of the clouds and finally i will be like the most high in these five statements are what i call the five leadership checkpoints the five leadership checkpoints ladies and gentlemen the first checkpoint so as i minister this message just imagine yourself on a journey so we have gotten to the first checkpoint now what is the realm of the spirit going to check first and foremost number one is revealed in the first statement it says what i will ascend into heaven this statement reveals motive somebody say motive somebody say motive hallelujah the first leadership checkpoint is your motive is your motive in you know in leadership motive is very 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 
important now the question i want to ask is is there anything wrong with someone saying i will ascend into heaven your answer is an emphatic no right if somebody says i will ascend into the heaven that sounds like a good statement that sounds like a promising statement that sounds like you know a very positive statement but you will discover as we journey on that this statement was maxed with a very bad and an evil motive hallelujah and that is why god is god because left to you and i oh this is a very promising statement somebody says i want to ascend into heaven that is great let's encourage him but you will soon discover that the motive behind the statement was evil and corrupted hallelujah now watch this time reveals motive you can write that down time reveals motive your motive is more important than your action the reason is because god rewards motives and not just your works now watch this your action can never be right in the eyes of god if your motive is wrong and interestingly a wrong motive cannot give birth to the right actions hallelujah so no matter how disguised your motive is like the motive of lucifer was i will ascend into the heavens soon your actions will expose you praise the lord now watch this in contemporary times many leaders whom we thought had good motives have been betrayed by their own actions because motive is like pregnancy you cannot hide it forever no matter how good you know how well sounding you are and you know how promising it looks in the eyes of man there is always a motive behind what what, what people are saying behind what people are doing there is always what a motive and that is what god is concerned about you want to become a leader the question is why you want to become a politician the question is why you want to become a prophet an apostle an evangelist a leader in the body of christ the question is why you want to become you know uh, a leader in your organization the question is why god is always checking motives and sadly this is where many believers are disqualified because it will surprise you the kind of motives in the heart of people behind what they are saying behind their fasting behind their prayer behind their coming to church if you find out the motive you'll be shocked even the devil is shocked you will see a guy going all out for a lady if you find the motive behind that it will amaze you when you see some ladies and how they carry themselves around certain men or a certain man and their hearts are x-rayed before you their motives will leave you dumbfounded we live in a world where people have corrupted and evil motives garnished with good words garnished with good looks garnished with beautiful looks garnished with humility garnished with servanthood and until God opens your eyes, sometimes you wouldn't even know that the person smiling with you 
is planning to kill you. The person laughing with you, if the person had the opportunity, they would destroy you. May the Lord deliver you and I from men and women with evil motives. May he deliver our families, our communities, our institutions, our nations, and the world from leaders with evil motives garnished with good words. Lucifer had an evil motive. Garnished with a nice word, I will ascend into the heavens. I will ascend into the heavens. Hallelujah. So that is the first checkpoint of leadership. Your motives will be judged. God will want to find out why do you want the anointing? Why do you want to prophesy? Why do you want to heal the sick? Why do you want to have a big church? Why do you want to have a car? Your motives will be judged. And until your motives are right and pure and godly, you will stay there at that checkpoint. I have seen vehicles kept at certain checkpoints for hours, some for days, some were asked to return. The passengers were offloaded, put into another vehicle, and the car was impounded. Some were arrested and imprisoned. Some were told to go back. There are many Christians at the realm of the Spirit saying, go back. Go back and redefine your motives. When you are done, you return. Go and check your motives and come again. There are many people fasting and praying, and God is telling them, my son, my daughter, go and check your motives and come back again. Because with this motive, I cannot graduate you to the next level. May the Lord give us good motives. May our motives be pure and right in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So the journey continues and we have gotten to the second checkpoint. My God. You know, sometimes on my journeys, I got frustrated with the many checkpoints. You keep going and then, ah, you were just checked, they stop you again. And you are wondering, ah, but they just stopped us at the other side. 15 minutes ago and then you are stopped whilst you are complaining there is another checkpoint waiting for you if you cannot survive the checkpoint get down and go back to where you are coming from hallelujah so we have gotten to the next checkpoint and the realm of the spirit is about to check what are they looking for it is revealed in the second statement let's check the second statement what was it i will exalt my throne above the stars of god the second checkpoint at the second checkpoint your mindset or your mentality will be checked somebody say mindset somebody say mentality hallelujah so i will exalt my throne above the stars of god reveals what mindset or mentality now in this statement you will discover the mentality of lucifer so like i said the first statement looked very positive, but as we progress, you will discover that the motive was very wrong. It was evil. It was corrupted. It was a dark motive. Hallelujah. Now look at this. Without the right mindset, you are not set for leadership. Oh yes. Without the right mindset, you are not set for leadership. Until your mind is set, you are not ready to lead. Until your mind is set, you are not ready to lead. This verse reveals the mindset of someone who wants everyone under his feet. The statement, my throne, simply portrays someone who has exalted himself or herself beyond their capable self. 
ladies and gentlemen it reveals the mentality of someone who always wants to be seen and noticed it is the mindset of an attention seeker the mentality of someone who wants to be served by all and not serve anybody it is the mindset and the mentality of pride and arrogance a competitive mindset praise the lord look at what he said he says my throne who gave it to you who gave you the throne which means that in heaven we only know of the throne of god this guy wanted his own throne as a matter of fact created his own throne in his heart he created his own throne and once you create a throne you are demanding for worship and reverence which means that he was com- going to begin to compete with god for the same reverence and worship that god was receiving from the host of heaven set a mentality look at what he said above above which means that he was looking at certain people and in his heart and in his mind i must go above this guy i must go above this lady now watch this being ambitious is not wrong aspiring to be the best wherever you find yourself is not wrong but it all boils down to the first statement motive it was his motive that made this second statement corrupted as well hallelujah he says i will ascend above the stars of god in other words, I want to become the lead most angel, the prime angel. All other angels should worship me. The stars of God refers to what? The host of heaven. They should all worship me. They should all bow down to me. Everybody should see me. I want to be noticed. I want to be seen. I want to be worshipped. I want to be served. A servant looking for service. A servant looking for service. A worshipper looking for worship that was it he had a wrong mentality that mentality of you you want everybody under your feet you want to be the prime one the forefront you know you want to be at the forefront the forerunner you want to be seen you want to be heard and that is one of the corruptions in my generation as far as men and women of god the upcoming ones are concerned they are all many are concerned about names and titles and they want to be seen and they want to be heard and you know all kinds of things by the grace of god this is a wisdom that god gave me very early in my work with him it is not about being seen and noticed i remember when we moved to our our initial church location i deliberately did not put my picture on the banner because the goal is not to be seen i have had fm stations approach me and say listen we have heard about you in a certain dimension we want to host you can you come every sunday morning from this time to this time to share the word was that a good thing yes but when i checked my motive it wasn't right i went into prayer the holy spirit told me it is not yet time for you to do this when it is time i will let you know and having gotten back to the fm station hallelujah your mentality can you be somebody who is hiding yet you are working or you want to always be seen you want to always be noticed anything that will not make you noticeable you don't have anything to do with it it means you have a wrong mentality praise the lord the mindset he had the wrong mindset so the second checkpoint of the spirit will be what 
the mindset philippians chapter 2 he said what let this mind which was in christ be in you let it be in you it will not be in you automatically god will not open your brain and put the mind of christ there the bible says you let it be in you let it be in you which means the possibility exists that the mind of christ will not be in you even though you have the body of christ so you can have the body of christ and have the mind of the devil my goodness am i talking to somebody here check your mindset check your mentality because the realm of the spirit will check it ladies and gentlemen we have gotten to the third checkpoint i can see the military men of the spirit standing there with their guns and everything and they have asked us to stop what is the next thing they are about to check it is revealed in i will also sit on the mount of congregation on the farthest sides of the north ladies and gentlemen at this checkpoint what they are looking for are manness 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 is spelled m-a-n-n-e-r-s hallelujah this is the third checkpoint at this point they are checking manness now manners are a very important leadership principle in leadership for example you honor those who have gone ahead of you and those who have results that you don't have for example also you honor those that saw you as somebody when everybody saw you as a nobody you honor those that gave you opportunities when nobody was ready to tune their ears even to your plight sadly many leaders especially in my generation don't have manners they don't have what i call leadership manners you just arrived you just arrived god just lifted you suddenly everybody ahead of you is wrong and false you are the only true one you just showed up People have been ahead of you, taking nations, suddenly, you know, and many leaders and many men of God in my generation are making this mistake. Hallelujah. God just gave you a voice. Suddenly, every father is wrong. Everybody ahead of you is wrong. You lack manners. You lack manners as a leader. When you fail to give honor to whom honor is due, to those that have gone ahead of you, manners are what i call the acceptable code or practices identified in a certain enclave it could be a family it could be a society it could be an organization even a ministry because what is considered as good manners over here over here it may be considered as bad manners so we can't have general manners because as society evolves so does our manners evolve so what they consider good manners in scotland when you come to ghana it may not be considered the same praise the lord forevermore so manners are location specific they are geographically specific amen so as far as the kingdom of heaven or the realm of heaven was concerned satan lucifer in this manner was acting like somebody who didn't have manners because there was a modus operandi that governed his operations as an angel and as a cherub 
and he was ready to go against the madness of his practices. What was considered good and God manners. I have taught this on several occasions. We have good manners and we have God manners. Satan, Lucifer, the devil lacked God manners. Why am I saying all of this? Now, when you study the scriptures, now this is coming to you by revelation. I need you to pay attention to this. Listen carefully. When you said study the scriptures, scarcely would you find an angel sitting down. Scarcely would you find an angel sitting down. On many occasions, when you hear about angels, they are standing or moving. They are standing or moving. On many occasions in the scriptures, you hear statements like, There stood an angel of the Lord. There stood an angel of the Lord. You will scarcely find a statement like, And an angel of the Lord sat. Which means that it was not captured in their operations to be seated. But look at Lucifer over here. He said what? I will also sit. Why is he saying I will also? Also here means that he saw somebody sitting and so he wants to do the same thing. I will also sit probably means that he has seen God sit in the congregation of the host of heaven. And he also wanted to sit. Bad manners, evil manners is sitting when you should be standing sitting when you should be standing that is the one of the problems we have many people don't have god manners they have good manners but they don't have god manners hallelujah lucifer wanted to break the protocol of angels he wanted to take a seat when angels don't sit down Taking a seat meant he was going to abandon his roles, his duties, and his responsibilities. Because as an angel, how can you work? As a cherub, how can you work sitting down? You are mostly on errand. We saw it in Gabriel, always on errand. We saw it with Michael, always on errand. You never hear Gabriel sat. Michael sat. Even when they came to deliver messages to people that were sitting, they won't sit. They will stand, deliver the message, and move. Yet this guy wanted to sit. He was ready to go against the madness of his practices. What we call protocols. Hallelujah. When it comes to madness, always be sure that you are doing the right thing. Because the realm of the spirit will check. There are madness that, you know, characterize any field of operation you find yourself what is considered good manners in your field of operation as somebody that wants to rise in leadership always pay attention to what is considered good manners in your field of operation as a pastor what is considered good manners for example as a pastor that has been invited to another church there is what is considered good manners it may not be explicitly written in the scriptures but it governs our practices as men of God. There are do's and don'ts as an invited minister. Yet there are many pastors that will go to another church and act as though there is no protocol and execute very bad and ungodly manners to the latter. In your organization, there are manners. Wherever you find yourself, if you want to rise, never despise manners, protocols, I mean. 
Lucifer was ready to go against the madness that characterized his operation as a cherub. Cherubs don't sit. They are always moving. They are always moving. The Bible says wherever the Spirit of the Lord moves, they move. How do you execute all of this? By sitting. And he wanted to say simply because he said, I will also sit. Because probably he saw somebody sitting. Praise the Lord. The Lord help us. Hallelujah. Your ambition and desires must always be guided by this. Always check your manners. Check your manners. As a departmental leader, as a family head, whatever it is, any capacity you find yourself, always make sure that you are adhering to the manners that characterize your practice. Ladies and gentlemen, we are almost coming to the end of the road, but we have just got into the next destination and it is another checkpoint and we are about to be checked. The question is, what is the next checkpoint? What are they checking at this point? Because we have been through the first checkpoint, they checked our motives. The second one, they checked our mentality and our mindset. Now they have checked our manners. The fourth one, already I see them telling us to pull over. They are about to check. What are they checking? They are checking method or methodology. Somebody say method or methodology. Hallelujah. Now, listen carefully to this. Every leader has methodologies, meaning how they get things done. The issue is not getting things done, but how you get them done. For example, you cannot use the devil's tools to work for God. God is very particular about method and methodology. The fact that he said you should start a ministry doesn't mean any method can be adapted. There is a way ministry is done. The fact that he said you should start a church doesn't mean you should do it anyhow. There is a way churches must be run. You don't run them anyhow. It is not a democracy. When he told Noah to build an ark, he gave him specifications, the materials to use. He didn't just say, Noah, go and build an ark. And anyhow Noah is building the ark, I don't care. All I want is an ark. That is not God. He is concerned about the methodology. So Noah, build an ark, but I want you to use A, B, C, D. Do it like this. Use this material. I am concerned about the method in building the ark. Abraham, I want you to sacrifice your son. But hey, I don't want you doing the sacrifice anyhow. Amongst your sons is Isaac I want. And even the mountain where you will sacrifice him, I am particular about it. So I will show you which mountain to sacrifice him on. I don't know if somebody is following me here. When it came to the building of the tabernacle, building of the Ark of the Covenant, there were specifications. Specifications on colors designs artifacts metals that were to be used you know ornaments and all of that were specified so god is particular about method you want to get married you have to go through the right procedure the right so god is a god of methodology praise the lord forevermore hallelujah now lucifer like i said in the beginning was a leader in his own right. He had an ambition and aside having a defeated ambition, he adopted the wrong methodology. 
That is to say, he chose the wrong way of getting things done. So he was defeated twice. Already your ambition is defeated and you decided to choose the wrong method to get it done. He said, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. This was not just talking about, you know, rain-bearing clouds. No. It means that he had plans of usurping authority. Ascending above the clouds means that I am going to bypass all the channels of authority to get to my goal. Do you know there are people in organizations that don't respect the, you know, the organogram of authority? They don't respect the structure of authority. There are people in church that don't even honor departmental leaders, ministerial leaders. The thing is all about the pastor. It's all about the pastor. It is a Luciferian spirit. You don't bypass authority and only honor the authority at the top. No. Because every authority, even from the lowest, is in honor of the authority on top. So what does God even tell us? Let us honor authority. For every authority is ordained and established by God. He says, I will ascend above the clouds. In other words, there are rankings. I will bypass all the ranks. There are protocols. Oh, I will bypass all of them. It is literally like leaving, you know, the classroom. You have an issue in the classroom. And it's not like maybe you reported to the class teacher to get it done and what is done. You bypassed the class teacher and you went to Minister of Education. Can you imagine the folly in that? You have an issue in the classroom. You now bypass the teacher in the class. You didn't even go to teacher on duty. You didn't go to assistant headmaster. You didn't go to headmaster. You didn't go to proprietor. Straight to Minister of Education. So that literally was what Lucifer was doing. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. Praise the Lord forevermore. This was because he knew his vision was impossibly impossible. If he decides to go through the right channels. This was why he had an issue with Archangel Michael as revealed in Revelation chapter 12. Because Michael is a custodian of the authority of God. Michael is a custodian of the authority of God. He is there to ensure that nothing is defying the authority of God. So anytime Michael showed up in the scriptures, he was there to enforce the authority of God. So when Lucifer began to go against authority, Michael couldn't stand and watch it. So the Bible says Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. In this fight, God was not even involved. Systems were taken care of. Literally, Lucifer was going against the system and the structure of heaven. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. <laughs> there are many people like that in families, in communities, in nations. They don't respect structure. They don't respect protocol. They don't respect systems. They are always looking for ways and means to, you know, you know, bypass the system, bypass the structure. And that is the pro- one of the problems in our world. To be specific, Africa. In the Eastern world or in the Western world, pardon my language, these people are not structure and system. You can't easily beat or bypass the structure. You must go through the procedure. In Africa, for example, people are always looking for a way, you know, to bypass the structure, to break the protocol and the ranks. 
and wherever these things are happening, the stronghold of the devil is very strong because that is his speciality. Hallelujah. Hmm. I don't know if you are getting blessed. He wanted to undermine the structure of authority in heaven to get to his goal. Be careful as a leader. If getting things done means breaching standards of authority, whatever it is you are doing, irrespective of what you are doing, once you are breaking authority, you will remain at this checkpoint. You can't move forward. You can't move forward. The issue is not whether or not your authority is right or wrong. If you don't like a certain system of authority, leave that system. Because as long as you are there, you are obliged to submit to authority. That's what the Bible says. The Bible didn't say submit to the right authority. It says submit to authority. So if you are saying the authority is wrong, leave that authority. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Any time you find yourself undermining authority, it doesn't matter what you are doing. You are in the league of Lucifer. Praise the Lord. This brings us to the final checkpoint. The final checkpoint. And this at this point, we are our journey is gradually coming to an end. Amen. Now listen to what Lucifer said finally, the first statement he made. He says, I will be like the most high. I will be like the most high. Now, this has to do with what I call morals. Somebody say morals. Now, morals are the final checkpoint before a leader goes astray. Before a leader goes astray, he must have failed the first four. This is the final one. Any leader that fails morality has gone astray. If you fail the checkpoint of morality, you are gone. You are gone. Now, I've made mention of manners. So some of you are likely to be confused. Okay, what is the difference between manners and responsibility? Hallelujah. So let's look at that briefly, even as we bring our message to an end. Now, the difference between morals and manners is that Manners refer to the widely accepted practices of a tribe, community, nationality, or institution. Okay, so manners, like I said in the beginning, are geographic specific or geography specific, location specific, institution specific, culture specific, society specific. And then when we talk about morals, we are referring to what? Generally accepted standards of human behavior standards of human behavior that are generally accepted so what is wrong here is wrong here what is right you can't tell me that murder in certain places murder is right when you go here murder is good no murder everywhere is wrong stealing everywhere is wrong so we have issues with what manners and morality manners are more specific to certain locations how things are done like it is said, when you go to Rome, you do what the Romans do. Now, when it comes to morality, these are what? Generally accepted codes of conduct. As a human being, it is expected that you, you know, you do this, you do that. These ones are not whether you are black or white, Ghanaian, American, whatever it is. When it comes to morality, the standards are universal. I don't know if my point is clear. Now, at this point, we would ask, where were the morals of Lucifer? Where were his morals? 
to take the place of God. Now, listen, he says what? I will be like the most I was not somebody that was trying to, you know, function in the image and the likeness of God. He wanted to take his place. Where were his morals? Now, I've been thinking about this. What did he mean by I want to be like the Most High? Because to be like the Most High, as far as Lucifer is concerned, meant removing God from the throne. Now, removing God from the throne meant that he wanted to kill him. Now, you can see how far the guy went. (laughs) To imagine it is even giving me a headache. Like, removing God. How? How are you going to do it? you know because i want to be like the most high meaning now progressively you can see that this statement was not just somebody who said oh i admire god i want to be holy like him i want to be just like him i want to you know pure like him righteous like him no that wasn't his goal it was to take the place of god now how do you do that it means you have to literally remove god from the throne now how would you do that successfully possibly you have to kill god now now just try thinking about that you can't even think my mind is not permitting me to think that thought to conceive such a thought like you know the possibility of killing god it means that this guy's morals were dead his conscience had been seared with hot iron hallelujah how could he have conceived such a thought praise the lord how was he possibly going to take the place of god the truth is you see lucifer didn't get here by accident he started from somewhere once you have the wrong motive the possibilities of evil at your disposal are endless the monster you are likely to become has not yet been created has never been seen you see yes he didn't just become like this no he started from somewhere from having a wrong motive to having a wrong mentality because the wrong motive will bet the wrong mentality once you have the wrong mentality it will affect your manners once your manners are wrong your methodology will reflect your manners your methodology will be evil and in the end your morals will be dead and once a leader's morals are dead it is finished hallelujah how was he going to take the place of god now listen i can feel the head of god you know because this was by far one of his closest angels and to hear that this guy was planning and it's not even like god head god knew amen the day god discovered evil in the heart of lucifer I'm sure he was heartbroken like many leaders who have been betrayed by people they trusted and loved people they drew closer to themselves people they gave access God gave Lucifer access he was one of the few that could walk upon the coals of fire before the throne of God he had access to the illuminary presence of God yet all this was abused you know and as a leader you end up discovering that the more you give people access the more they abuse it and that is why you know you see many leaders trying to give a distance to people because many of these people have suffered betrayals people they never expected you see sometimes it is not what was done it is who did it of all the angels should it be lucifer of all the cherubs should it be you lucifer lucifer 
I adorned you with ornaments. I adorned you with onyx, with pearls and with crystals. There was no other angel created in your likeness. You were the son of the morning. The morning star. What happened? Hallelujah. I know God was heartbroken. So you see, in our world today, the hope of many leaders in becoming leaders is not following process. It is how to remove the current leader. And in removing the current leader, it is not going through the right process. How to remove him, whether diabolically framing him, any way, anyhow. That was Lucifer's approach. I want to be the leader anyway, anyhow. I don't care what I do. So some will do it diabolically. Some will frame others, you know, just to be the leader. They will do anything possible. You have no idea what some of these politicians do to become leaders. Because in their mind, they have to be leaders at all costs. Once you lose morality, you have lost the moral right to be a leader. In the eyes of God, you are not a leader. People may see you as one, but in the eyes of God, you are not a leader. Brothers and sisters, there will be surprises in heaven. Hallelujah. As a leader, guard yourself with morals. Have morals. Have high morals. Because the moment you start lowering your morals, you are becoming Luciferian. It's just a matter of time. The kind of beast you are becoming, it has never been seen. Don't trust yourself. Don't think you are too good. (laughs) You, you You are not better than Lucifer in his good days. Hallelujah. You are not more beautiful, more charming, more lively than Lucifer was. But look at the beast he became and he is. The Bible says the dragon. Now compare the description of Lucifer in the scriptures to the dragon. You will see the level of metamorphosis. What he had become. Hallelujah. Have morals. As a leader, have morals. Never bend your morals. Because you see, the morals are protecting you yourself from becoming a beast. They are protecting you from becoming a dragon. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, begin to pray. We have exited the final checkpoint. Begin to pray wherever you are. Begin to pray. Baladi miko balagadas. Libalagada bagada balagadas. Spirit of the Lord, make me an uncommon leader. Grant me an uncommon grace for uncommon leadership. I refuse to be an ordinary leader. Help me, Lord! Lift your voice and begin to pray. In the name of the Lord Jesus, help me to have the right motives. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the right mindsets, the right manners. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the grace to use the right methodology. Help me, Lord, to sustain morals. Open your mouth and begin to pray. It is my prayer that he will cross every checkpoint of leadership successfully and become that leader that your generation is waiting for. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In a generation where the standards of leadership are falling, you are the last hope of this generation. You will not fail this generation. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Payuda lagaba. Melimino kapalagades. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And the saints of the Lord would say a big amen. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. The Lord richly bless you. The Lord richly bless you. Amen. The Lord richly bless you. 
now if this is the first time you are listening to me or probably you have already been listening to me and you want to you know receive jesus as your lord and personal savior you want to rededicate your life to god i want you to say this prayer with me in all humility say heavenly father i acknowledge your ownership over my life and the lordship of jesus over my destiny i receive citizenship through his blood and sonship by your holy spirit i break every partnership with the devil and avail myself for fellowship and stewardship in your kingdom in jesus precious name i have prayed amen if this was your prayer congratulations i want you to connect with the heroes church in any way possible and by the grace of god even as the lord leads us we would be able to help you grow and to journey in your newfound experience ladies and gentlemen i am not out of the word i am simply out of time until we meet again on the next episode remember that your generation is waiting for the leader in you the lord richly bless you pastor mark signing out bye bye thanks for listening we hope you were blessed by this message. For this and more, follow Pastor Mark on Instagram and Facebook. And remember to share this message with friends and loved ones. Stay connected. We celebrate you.